Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. I'm Mick. Angel, he's My name's Benjamin Cheek. And this is Creativity Wasted. So, my invention is uh, an app that you can get. Because, you know, sometimes in the girl's life, your daddy kicks you down. So, I came up with an app, findanewdaddy.com, for that DDLG little girl out there. So, it's a DDLG daddy finder. Your testimonials from other littles, little girls, and little boys, because, you know, it doesn't just go DDLG, also DDLB. Look it up, it's some weird shit. Anyways, <laughs> so it'd be a finder, nap finder, basically, and there's a rating system of good daddies to bad daddies, or daddies who like to punish very roughly. For who? How many coloring books you can get, stuffies, you know? I think that would be quite quite a new thing. And then um, a couple months later, you can come up with the MDLB and MDLG. <laughs> so you're talking some uh, fetish thing about, are you going full adult baby? Yeah, I don't know or is it like, me. I'm going to spank you and punish you? MDLG is daddy down little girl. So it's with the guys who like to call daddy and the girls who act like their daughters. That's where that not in the song is like where I say that look it up. But that's exactly what it is. Some daddies get really wrong. And they um, I'm going to play something cheap, but I'm not going that. But you know, little girl might get a little frustrated when a new daddy. So But when you say when you say little girl, you're new daddy dot com or daddy finder. <laughs> I'm not in that fetish, so I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to. Is it like I'm gonna spank you, but you're like you're role playing like a young, yeah, but not like they baby. actually like they actually will treat the other person like a child and like they're the adult. And when you say child, like young but not that young, or it it is the adult baby thing you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the the idea was an app for that, like a meetup group for that. For the for the the littles to find a new daddy in case they're they're old daddy being not a nice daddy. Okay. They go there, and there's a rating system and everything on it. But they can, there's testimonials from other littles on each daddy. There's like you know you can they're on a scale to one to ten, one being the nicest. 10 being meanest. <laughs> so, like, you know, there's, like, a whole, like, bracket system going on it. <laughs> I could just imagine some, like, angsty little kid just accidentally stumbling onto this website <laughs> new, like, oh, dad God. in, like, the most innocent way possible. Traumatized. <laughs> now, I would wonder, with an app like that, do you separate the role-play sex part versus the everyday relationship part like is it a totally separate thing like i'm looking for this in the bedroom in this normal day-to-day yeah there's people who this is what they some people do it for king some people do it all day long all day long they act like a child men and women so there's 
there's women who are like 24 years old and mentally they're like six. Like oh. that's how they're acting. They don't need to be, you know, they could go get a job. But yeah, there's, there's guys that are the same way on that spectrum. And it's like more, a lot of people don't talk about the DLB because that's more like the spectrum. So, you know, there's guys that are called daddy and like they have their little submissive, they call them littles, little girls. <laughs> So for the app, I guess it would be, well, are you just looking for like to pay for sex, like a, like no, a BDSM club? It's to find a new daddy in case your old daddy is just not nice enough. <laughs> so that's what it would be. <laughs> so are you, are you looking for a um, girlfriend or boyfriend who's into this fetish or are you just looking to do the fetish and then leave? Like meet up, do the fetish, and then leave. Like you're not a couple. I guess that would depend on the daddy. <laughs> like, okay. So it'd be an app for the fetish, and some of it would like, be just be different like up. chat forums on there. Like one is permanent daddy, permanent daddy, relationship daddy, one time thing daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? One time thing daddy. Only come once, daddy. <laughs> Byo. Uh, Bondage. Bring your old little. <laughs> Bring little your old daddy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Buildadaddy.com. Yeah, finder. <laughs> That's actually a good name for it, there, right? <laughs> um, I would think there would be some sort of app for that. Maybe it's just a website because it's such a niche thing. Yeah, there's a website for everything now. Seems like. But there's got to be, like, fetish-based apps, hookup apps. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. They do. I think they call it, what, Kick? (laughs) Um, any thoughts, guys? (laughs) Not my personal preference, but... (laughs) (laughs) But you can see the need for it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I could see, I've never done, gone to like a BDSM club, but I could see myself enjoying that, like where the, the woman is dominant. But I don't know if I would go that direction with the um, littles. Sounds yeah, like oh, yeah. sound it's like weird. Money to me. Here's the thing that's really crazy, you know, because I'm a single guy, I'm in her 40s now. I've seen some shit. Um, what I found with a lot of the guys who do that whole scenario of DDLG, Either A, they don't have any daughters, or B, they don't have any children. They have no kids at all. Well, it's probably for the best if you have a um, questionable. I think the same thing, too. And yeah. Maybe it's a good thing you don't have kids. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Hey, I think it's better than a furry. Yeah, definitely. Well, who's your dad? Whoa. Thomas E's the white mask. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> my real dad. Not, not in a sexual way. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's too much to ask, but is is this a subculture that you're that you participate in? <laughs> um, I I dated somebody who wasn't really into it and I never even knew anything about it. And then um yeah, it was I told him I said this is quite interesting. So yeah, I learned a little bit more about it, but then there was so many other things that I learned about that I didn't actually know. 
And then um, I realized the beauty of Google, you put whatever in, you find stuff. And then you can see stuff that will keep you off of looking for any stuff for three months or so. Um, one click away from, you know, traumatic experience. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I think I think a lot of the fetishes, some of them is like people on the spectrum are kind of half adult and half not. Yeah. So it manifests itself in, in interesting, unique ways. And furry thing, too. I think a lot of that is some, some people, they flinch from eye contact with people. But if it's a furry, it's like it doesn't, they don't get that twinge of fear if they make eye contact. Uh, so I think a lot of it is based on mental things. You know the funny thing about furries, though? They know that they're cringe. Like, some other subcultures will, like, deny it to the end. But if you go up to a furry and be like, furries are cringy, they'll be like, yeah. They're not as bad. I put it this way. I think it's more like I go toward that because so many people know it. But there's other things that I found out and learned, and I was like, ugh, hell no. Don't ask me for that. Like, if anybody asks me for that, that is, I can't. It's out of the special. I won't do it. You know, like, whoa, you know, um, but if I make it in reference or anything like that, if I say needling, you guys wouldn't know what that is. You go and look it up and you'd be like, oh, shit. You feel the same way I do. Like, for some people would see it and go, oh, shit. You know what I mean? So I think that it's on that end. Like, with it, the first, what makes it to me a little bit is when they start getting prosthetics to use um, for doing that. It's like, whoa. It's really borderline, like, bestiality. I got replaced this I can't do that. Is it true that they sell panties out of a vending machines over in, like, China or Japan? I think they have, like, vending machines, I was yeah. told, where you can... Really? I yes. don't think they're popular, but I think they exist. Yeah, they, I think they only have, like, three or four in the whole country. But they have vending machines for lots of things. Like you can buy like um, more than just food and vending machines there. You can buy like, I can't think of a great example. Like you could buy a video game from a vending machine or uh, oh, like you got that red box an there, iPod right? from a vending machine or some oh, yeah. headphones. That's way different than a pair of used pants. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. Or maybe even normal, normal clothes. But they have like whole buildings just full of vending machines of different stuff, I think. And yeah. panties is one of them. So when are you leaving for Japan? Never. Because you're asking about the vending machines. I mean, of course you're probably going to be looking for them all there, right? I don't know when we're there. I don't know. I don't <laughs> the, need to go The American way is you, you just sell them over uh, OnlyFans or something like that, I think. <laughs> no, I know what to do. I think I just gave him an idea. You hear that? <laughs> you were talking furries and that something popped in my head is that furries it's not just a fetish it's also like a community like they meet up when conventions and stuff so some people might end up with furries just because of a friend or something and it's a social group i don't know what a furry is is they do all different the community like in all different forms like there's people who are subdom who meet together and have like conventions and stuff like that oh oh. like they do it with swingers they have these huge swinger parties and stuff like that 
What is a furry? I don't know what a furry is. You're making me think of gremlins or something. That's a, like someone a who dresses up in animal costumes. Oh well, that's kind of I was kind See of see the people with the animal costumes. That those are furries. I call it Halloween, man. But fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I'm good on that. Maybe that fun. <laughs> I dress up like Kid Rock. I won contests and stuff. In 2006, I got a police escort to to uh, Joe Louis Arena. I told him my limo broke down. It was the night before the Super Bowl. I was dressed as Kid Rock and. Oh shit! And the state troopers—it was packed when we had the Pittsburgh Steelers and Seattle. Oh, he gave me a escort. I swear to gosh, a state trooper—it was great. He was already on stage when I walked in, but it was great, man. It was so cool, and I was kind of nervous. Like, they were, where do you want us to drop you off? I'm thinking there's like a special spot for the stars to go in. I'm like, oh, right outside where they smoke up on them steps is fine. It was a trip. I was always dressed up. I won costume contests all over. I'll do it in June. People are like, are you really him? And I say, you never know. I wouldn't picture you as looking so close to Kid Rock. I, I'm not seeing it, but maybe okay, with the well, hair, maybe. Stay on there. How much time do we got? It takes me two minutes. Bam! He's in the closet. He's up. He's down. He's all around. <laughs> well, he's becoming Kid Rock. Um, I had the thought that, well, some fetish groups might need a social app more than others, like either because it's a more social thing or it's not a social thing and they need a way to beat up because it's not social. I don't know. Like I said, the internet is an amazing thing and they do this stuff. Like people have conventions all the time for different things. And especially with that, I can see people coming in from out of, like out of the country to go to these conventions. And, and, you know, because some of them are so specific on what the kink is. You know what I mean? So it's not like very many people might be in the same kink. I was always surprised that there's not kink-based video games, like expensively produced ones. They have them for VR. My son has a VR. I mean, I'm sure that they sort of exist. Holy shit. That's fucking weird. Never fucking do that shit in my house. (laughs) Seriously. I don't want to walk out of my living room, so please don't download it. He's like, no, it's like 70 bucks. I'm like, oh, God. 70 bucks for an adult video game? Huh. For VR. For VR. Yeah. Maybe they do have them, but I just didn't know. <laughs> but uh, I just assumed that there were a couple like adult games where like one dude made a cheap video game. But like I, I wasn't thinking like million dollar produced, like that looks like a yeah, yeah, high game you buy in a store. <laughs> I didn't think that those existed. But it seems like there would be... Bringing John Williams to make the soundtrack. <laughs> and especially there's some fetishes you can't do in real life. Like Giantess is like a good example. Like what? Attack of the 50-Foot Woman thing. And then there's like some like violent fetishes that you can't do in real life. So you'd think those would be... I, I see it now. It's not exactly yeah. Kid Rock. Well, I'm not sure how, what Kid Rock looks like now, but he definitely looks like a dad. rocker. I've heard both. Kid Rock's, maybe the hair, some of it's in front quick. of the ears, or maybe there's something yeah, that's a little like, yeah, off. Forward with a little yeah, I think it's there a little frizzier. Yeah, it's dirty and smells like vagina. <laughs> this one, I got out of a vending machine in China. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's funny that you got a police ex- escort because they thought you were the real kid. Honest to gosh, and I'm flipping. Yeah, they were packed, man. They were. I was flipping off the state troopers. Like, can I have your picture? I'm like, yeah. And then we were crossing traffic, the Wayne County cops, you know. And then this guy has a thing of Beck's beer case out of show. I'm like, my man, can I get one of them? So I'm smoking a joint, drinking a beer, and getting a police escort. It was a trip, man. It was fun. 
So what happened when you got backstage? Or did no, you I go didn't backstage? backstage? No, I didn't get backstage. I went, I had them drop me off at the top out front where they smoke at Joe Lewis. So I just went in like anybody would. And then I walked in and he was already on stage. Well, oh. I had nosebleed seats. But uh, So you got a, you got an escort and you got some good, maybe better parking, but you just went in the normal way. Yeah, I didn't have to park, man. I got a ride, man. I, from, man, I got a police escort. It was one of them vans. They were having blues bands over down there at uh, Campus Martius. And they said, man, I said, my limo broke down at 75. I'm supposed to be at the show. <laughs> Oh man, we'll get you there. They moved the barriers and got me there, put on their lights. It's up, and I'm like, going, is this really real, man? It was cool. So I get in, I walk in, and this guy goes, Hey, call me T Bone. And he says, Follow me, and walks me in. I'm on the second level, front row, and he had two ramps going up from the stage. And Kid Rock actually came up the ramp and was about as close as I am to this phone right now. And he looks at me like, What the hell? I had better stuff. This is, it's gone through. I've got different, different stuff, whatever, but I'm not a furry. I'm a, Whatever, but I, I could have worked for like a, one of them companies where you have like impersonators. I got first place at Winners, you know, the song Get Specials at Winners. That's around the corner from me. So I got first place there. I don't know. Halloween, whatever, man. Anyway, to, to wrap up your idea, I definitely see that there could be people who would want like a fetish, like meetup apps and dating apps. Yeah. Um, I think we can wrap things up though for the podcast. You guys have any shows you want to promote? I own Relentless Comedy, so you can check that out. I have uh, one that said Mount Clemens at the Rec Bowl, and that's a showcase. I have an open mic. Normally, it's the third Thursday. We do it outside on the patio, weather permitting. Really cool. It's at, at the Mug Pub in Sterling Heights. My other showcase that I have is at Biggs Bar, B-I-G-G-S, and it's in Chesterfield on 21 and a half in Gratiot. End of August, uh, my show already got booked for there as well, and Ronnie Warbeck's going to be the headliner, and he's going to be also headlining the... Second week in September out at the Rec Bowl. Um, I'm having a huge show in September. I already got the hall reserved in Sterling Heights, 17 and Mound on September 24th. I got Simply Chanel is going to be the headliner. She's like an icon. I was just hanging out with her last night. My Facebook, Amy Jo Easel. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Jo 81 That's me. Um, or... If you want to buy your girl a cup of coffee, because times are tough, cash app, Bonnie Joe 81. Slipping <laughs> it in, shameless promotion. I have a Twitch channel called Gaming McFitness where I use these homemade game controllers on fitness machines like treadmills and uh, exercise bikes. Oh, cool. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.